after Chapter Chats with D&D. I'm Denise. I'm David. And this is Emily. Okay, thumbs up. There you go. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about Michael Vey, uh, Prisoner of Cell 25. It is by Richard <laughs> Paul Evans. <laughs> it's a young adult uh, sci-fi, I would say, because they have superpowers. Yeah. Um, book and it's the first one in the series and there's seven books I believe mm-hmm. and I really like this one I liked it a lot uh, I've had a lot of kids come in and say that it's really good and I really enjoyed it what about you David I thought it was okay it was not my favorite but that might have been from coming right off of Brandon Sanderson last last time yeah David's also <laughs> very uh, I have to admit I'm a bit of a Snob. snob. Sci-fi snob. That's what he is. Snobbery. Okay, so... But well, it uh, was good. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. Um, so, the basic plot... My you spider. should talk about your hat. Oh, yes. This is a spider. It has two eyes. <laughs> it has two eyes. It just looks like it has one. And <laughs> it, it, it was given to me by Pat. Or at least lit to me. I don't know if I'm supposed to return it or not, but yes, I decided to wear it today in the season of Halloween. So that's what's on my head. It's not my hair. <laughs> um, so back to the book. Um, so Michael is a, at the beginning, 14, but has his birthday pretty fast. So he's 15 mm-hmm. year old boy who does have Tourette's and also his ability is he can shock people. And he's moved around a lot, well, at least two times, right? Yeah, I think it was more than he wanted. Yes. And so they've been here for a while. He has his best friend, Austin, spelled with an O. And um, Austin knows. He's the only one who knows at the beginning. And so there are 17 kids who were born with this ability. And there's this bad guy who's trying to get them all together and is using them for his, I wanted to say nefarious <laughs> scheme, but he's a bad guy. I do not like him. It's pretty nefarious. Um, and so it's basically all of the kids, well, Michael trying to figure out what's going on and all of them, uh, Michael and Taylor, uh, one of the girls at his school, a cheerleader, Figuring out like where they got these abilities from and like what's going on with it. Yeah, they and formed the uh, Electro Clan. Yes, <laughs> which was pretty great. I like team names, so I appreciated that. I will say also like I liked the representation of Tourette's in this book, and it wasn't looked at something to overcome. Like it wasn't like oh man, he'll like eventually get so powerful he won't have it. It wasn't like a problem that needed to be overcame. And it was a real look at it. Mm-hmm. I read another book in, that was one of the tween book club books that also had a girl with Tourette's. And I just really like the representation because you don't know. I feel like people don't truly know a lot about it because they just know what movies show, which is not correct. Mm. And so yeah. I really like that about it too. Mm. Uh, superhero, well, basically a superhero. And he does have Tourette's, but it doesn't lessen him in any way. He's a great kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, very nice kid. Yes, I like him. I mean, he has to uh, try to overthrow the 
uh, Dr. Hatch, the bad guy. Um, but I would say that I really liked it. I, I mean, I just really enjoyed it. Also, and I, I did like it. I just, it took a little bit to get going for me. But once I got into it, it was, it was good. I, towards the end, it was reminding me more of a video game. I was like, I feel like kids who play video games would like be really good in this situation because they had set it up where it's like, I don't want to spoil too much, but like they were trying to take on levels of the thing kind of is what it turned into. Yeah. And I was just like, I feel like if you play video games like Call of Duty or something, it's like you would know how to infiltrate or break out of or something like that within a, the environment they were in. And I was like, I would be so bad at this because I don't play a lot of video games. I'd be like, this seems like a good plan, but it was like, I don't know. It just, it felt like a video game, but like in a good way. Yeah, it really came together for me there at the end. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, three and a half. I think four and a half. I really liked it. I liked the characters and I liked the plot and I liked the conclusion. Because it, it does end on a, we got to go off and do this other task because it's a real big one. So I guess now we'll get into spoilers. Yep. Spoiler alert. Okay. So synopsis. Uh, do you want to give it or you want me to? I can just do a quick rundown and then we can talk about it. Or do you want to do the quick rundown? You can do a quick rundown. Okay. So uh, like we said earlier, Michael Bay, he lives with his mom. His dad is dead. Um, he and Austin are best friends. Austin is super smart. He's basically a genius, mm -hmm. which does come in handy. He meets Taylor. She finds out about his abilities because he's being picked on by Jack and Wade, these bullies at school. And so he ends up shocking them to stop them from beating him up. And she sees it and she's like, what's going on? Because she also has abilities. She can uh, reboot people. Like if you're doing something, she makes it so the electrical... Yeah, she basically... I don't know the size of it, but yeah. yeah, you forget what you're doing, and you're like, what's going on? And she can read minds if she's close enough. Well, she, I think she has to be touching yes. the person. Yes. And so um, they form a club trying to figure out where their powers come from. Taylor looks online because they were born really close to the same time, and also she was adopted, and she finds out the hospital was in Pasadena, and that a bunch of kids... Like, the records were sealed because um, they don't know why. And yeah, so they, they discovered that there are 52-ish kids, kids like that were born in this 11-day period, but only 17 of them Made have it. survived. And her doing that lets them know, because they have spiders out there on the internet, to find when people are looking for it. That's how they find her, and by proxy find him. And so Dr. Hatch... Uh, basically sends them pamphlets to go to their school, Elegant Academy or something like that. And they're like, no. <laughs> and so Taylor gets kidnapped and Michael, he is like part of a mugging basically. This guy's testing to see if he has the abilities. Mm -hmm. And then he meets Zeus who can shoot lightning and Michelle who can, who basically drains them. Yeah. And it hurts because they're lower electric levels than normal so it'd be like if you were but also it hurts too mm -hmm. like it's not just draining it's painful yeah. and um so taylor gets uh kidnapped goes to school and gets tested 
meets her twin sister, Tara. Uh, Tara can um, put things in your mind, like your worst nightmare. Like Yeah, she she is fear-based. Yeah. Or not necessarily fear. It can be anything. Oh, yeah. She it, just projects it into your emotion. mind. Yeah. yeah, emotions. She can hit the motion centers. Sensors. And so she kind of bonds, but she's like, uh, this doesn't quite feel right. And she ends up touching Dr. Dr. Hatch and doesn't get a great feeling. Like she can tell the evil things he's thinking. So she doesn't quite trust him. And then he has her do little signs of devotion, basically, yeah. where it's like, if you, like, I'm giving you everything. Like he's letting them shop, buy everything they want, go anywhere they want, all this stuff. And he's like, all I ask is you just do these things for me. Like, every, it's like you don't appreciate Yeah. And so they go to a concert, her favorite singer, and he's like, reboot her in the middle of her song. And she doesn't feel right about it. But he's like, I mean, I've done all this stuff for you and you can't just do this one little thing. It's just a song. <laughs> and so she does and feels icky about it. And whenever he gets mad, he's like really into like punishment because Zeus gets mad at some couple because he cannot bathe because he will electrocute himself. <laughs> because his electricity is on the outside rather than the inside. And so he's real sensitive about that. And some couple's making fun of him, so he shocks them and he gets sent home and Dr. Hatch doesn't acknowledge him or anything. Like he's one of those people, you know, just very manipulative. And so while that's going on, um, Michael is trying to find a way to get to them. So he goes to Jack, cause Jack has a car and is like, hey, I will give you $300 if you take us to California and I won't shock you like this isn't a hold up. And so uh, Jack agrees and he takes Wade because he needs someone else to drive with him. And so Michael, Austin, Jack and Wade head there to try to find his mom because his mom was kidnapped in the muddy mugging would be mugging. And so they're trying to find the mom and Taylor who they know has been kidnapped. And so while She's there still. He has another thing where he's like, hey, make this motocross driver. I think it was a motocross driver. Yeah. Um, re reboot him. And she's like, no, I can't do that. Because it was like in the middle of him going. And so she says no. And her sister does it. And so they both get punished. And so she's like, I don't want to do things like this. It's bad. It's murder. His, uh, so Dr. Hatch works for this secret organization who uses the kids in this school to extort multi-million dollar companies, governments, whatever, for money because they can do things that normal people can't do. Like Zeus can shoot, no, the other one that's out and about and not really in the Yeah, program. we don't really know his name really, um, but he can, his stretch, as they yeah. call it, his, uh, how far he can push his abilities. He can make planes malfunction. And so right during the book, they're having the holding the airplanes companies hostage by saying, hey, if you don't pay us, we're going to keep destroying your planes and there's no way you can stop it because mm -hmm. it's not like it's a bomb or something. Yeah. But uh, so that's that's what he's grooming them to do with these demonstrations of uh, devotion. Yeah, that's what he called also, one of the things he uses to make them do it, is, or to convince them that they need to, is because he's like, are you a chicken or are you an eagle? Like, everyone else who doesn't have abilities, they're just chickens. They're just on the ground, they don't even, they have no concept of how powerful and special you are. If you're eagles, you fly, you 
eat chickens. Like, yeah, he he has the a story in there that that is told about how there's this eagle who I think falls out of the nest into well, it's an egg. Chickens. The farmer finds it and oh. raises it. He's like, I'm gonna put this with my chickens and see what happens. And so this eagle grows up thinking it's a chicken until some wise man wise man comes in and is like why does this eagle think he's a chicken the farmer's like i don't know but he thinks he's a chicken the wise man's like no he's an eagle he's like I'll, I'll prove it to you so he picks up the eagle and he tosses it and it just does the same thing a chicken would he's like but you're an eagle though you need to fly and so he tosses it a little higher and uh still reacts like a chicken would. And so he takes it up to the top of the chicken coop. He's like, you're an eagle and you need to learn that. And so he throws it off the top of the chicken coop and it figures out that it's an eagle and it flies away. Yeah, and so the kids really use this, especially Tara who from six on to like 15 or 16, however old she is, has had this mentality. And it's like, she's also had some torture in there too for, because the way he uses it is like the first time um, you're like unsure about it, but you do it because you want him to like you. And so he keeps upping the ante until you do something really bad. And then he holds that against you and makes you keep doing things. And the boy who does the airplanes, he threatened his brother and was like, I'll kill him if you do not do this. And so he does it. And it's very like, he's very evil. And um, so anyway, Michael and the, uh, Taylor gets put in the dungeon after being tortured by Michelle for however long. And so she meets the other three kids that are down there who refuse to go with his plan. One is blind, but he can see with electrolocation, which is like elect electro echolocation, except with electricity. <laughs> Eels use it, I believe. And... <laughs> McKenna, who... Um, can control light and heat and Abigail who can take away pain and so she helps uh, Taylor by taking away some of her pain and um, so they're down in the dungeon basically and then Michael, Wade, Jack, and Austin oh my gosh every time uh, actually managed to break in uh, by pretending to be uh, food what they called caterers and they get down to the dungeon and they think they've broken in, but it's actually him letting them in because it's a uh, airlock base because he's full, kids full of electricity. He's not going to let them be card readers or something. And so they break in and then he's like, I'll let you in. And then he's like, Michael, I really want you because they learn Michael is constantly just absorbing more and more. He's just getting basically more and more powerful. Um, and... They want to figure out how that works and their thinking is also part of the reason he has Tourette's and um so so one of the reasons that they want all the kids not just for the money but also so that they can create a new race of super people electro children uh glows as they call them because they do glow in the dark yeah they, they just glow in the dark very faint but a glow and uh so they stumbled upon the giving people superpowers accidentally because they came came up with uh, MEI. 
Yes, a magnetic. So the reason those <laughs> kids had died was because of that MEI thing. Yeah, and so you they they turned that. it on, and I guess affected these fifty two kids that were born over the next eleven days, and then they turned it off, and then seventeen of the kids developed superpowers, and so they're trying to analyze the kids to figure out how they can do it to people on purpose and uh yeah to create magnetic electron induction because ah. they were going to use it instead say. of um what that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> they were gonna use it instead of x-rays and stuff yeah because with their abilities obviously you could use it instead of the technology we have because ian for one, because he can sense people. He can uses it to know where everyone is in the building, which is very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, wait, where was I? They were in the dungeon. Oh, and so they are trying, uh, they tell Michael, hey, if you have side with us, we won't hurt your friends because he's got all the hostages right now because he has Austin and Jack and Wade, his mom and Taylor. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, I'll do it because he's like, this is the only way to do it because they give him two days to think it over and so he goes and they're like okay well I need you to kill Wade and he's like what you didn't say anything about killing someone and so he's, he doesn't kill Wade because he's like my mom wouldn't want she's like only if you use your power for love I will never it's fine like as long as that's where it's coming from and so he's like no my mom would not be proud of me if I let her live but I killed someone and so they drag him away to the dungeon and basically... The cell 25. Yes. It only takes oh. how many pages They do mention it 25. in like the prologue. So <laughs> he's there for like 22 days or something and Taylor's in there like messing with his mind. But then like whenever he touches the lead pipe, um, Abigail's able to send him like release the pain, like ease the pain. Um, but he doesn't know if his mom's been killed, so... That's also bare and heavy on his mind. 275 pages. I That's feel like how long it, was worth it takes him to get to cell 25. <laughs> well, no one wants to be in cell 25. I just wanted more out torture? of that. More not, cell not the torture part, but like more of him dealing with the aftermath of it. I mean, he probably will later. Well, yeah, but I mean in this book. <laughs> this, is, this is the prisoner of cell 25. Yeah, you can have stuff happening in the next books, but I feel like you should at least address... <laughs> you're a prisoner! You don't have time to deal with the aftermath if you're a prisoner. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, while I did enjoy the concept of Cell 25, because that was pretty great, it was uh, real late in the book. What page would you have wanted it to come in on? I don't know. 200, maybe? What page did it come in on? 275. 275 pages earlier. I mean, it was a lot of setting it up because you needed to know the backstory and get there. And I mean, it was the first book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, once once it got there, totally fine with the rest of the Literally book. from there on, it was just yeah, like things are happening <laughs> because that's when they put them all in a room. It's Austin, Taylor, and... Michael, and they they have Michael in a plastic chair, and so one of the things they've used their abilities for is one, the glass, sunglasses that he wears, he can see their glows, and he got it from uh, Ian, 
studying E and they were able to make these sunglasses. And then also they have these helmets where you can't use your electric powers on them. So like uh, Taylor's rebooting stuff doesn't work because she can't get to the electronic impulses in his brain, I guess. And so, yeah, they've made all this technology based on studying them because they are scientists. They're just also evil. Um, and so he's like, okay, um, kill one of them. If you don't, we're going to kill both of them kind of thing. Not quite what happens. Anyway, um, so then he has Zeus in, he leaves because he's going to have Zeus kill him. And so they start like using some powers of manipulation on Zeus. They're like, oh yeah, you think you're so good, except you're not because I'm going to replace, like, he wants me to be the second in command. And when I am, you're going to be my servant and all this other stuff like just pushing him and so it he gets like madder and madder and so michael like he absorbs so whenever zeus ends up shooting him he just gets super charged and uh shocks him back he gets knocked out for a little bit also austin gets knocked out and by knocked out i mean slightly dead and <laughs> michael brings him back he he shocks him a little bit. He comes back. And while that's happening, uh, Taylor and him can read each other's mind. And um, they find out that Zeus thinks he's killed his parents. Um, also, they can read, or at least Michael can read Zeus's mind. I don't know if Taylor can. I think everybody. Can With electric read. powers. Can. Yeah. Because well, Austin I, can. I think he and Taylor can both read Zeus's mind because there's enough electricity floating around yeah. in, the, in the room. So they find out that he thinks he's killed his parents because they were all swimming and he electrocuted the pool and they're like, that's not what happened. So Mike was like, do you think you could like undo that memory because it's not real because he can't go in the pool because he will kill himself by shocking himself. And so they do. And then he's like, oh my gosh, I knock inside with him. Like he made me feel horrible and all this other stuff. And so he's on their team and they bring Austin back, he's fine. <laughs> and then they decide, they go down to the ground floor to get Ian, McKenna, and Abigail. They go up and that's when it gets like a video game because Ian's yep. able to tell them where everyone is and everyone's using their abilities to take out the cameras and take out the guards. Um, and so they work their way up and then they want to release the prisoners because Wade and Jack are prisoners and they have this electric collar on where they can't speak or anything or they get shocked. And they get to the control room and they have access to the cameras and they let some of the uh no they let everyone go they're like hey don't riot though because the guards are right come in we're trying to get you out before you get killed basically and so that happens and then dr hatch comes in with michelle michelle oh whose powers do not work on austin because he doesn't have any electric abilities so in the normal world she has no abilities yeah it's only with the electric kit she has abilities and so they come in with the guy who can cut through go through uh materials mm -hmm. anything basically and he comes at zeus he's all like man you suck now i made you a god and now look at you and um is just coming at all of them and everyone's like we need to get out of here <laughs> it's all gone down downhill and so, um, shoots Zeus, I think? Tries to shoot someone, Zeus. No, he shoots, I think he shoots Michael, because Zeus shoots the bullet. Yeah, and hits it and stops it. 
And then also electrocutes um, Dr. Hatch a little bit. Somebody. Not yeah. to kill him or anything. It doesn't kill him. And so he escapes, leaves the shell. She's like, but we are on the same team. He's oh. like, no one likes a traitor, even if they work for you. Leaves. <laughs> and so he has all the kids who had abilities with, who are on his, still on his side, including Tara, Taylor's twin sister, because she has no respect for humans, which I think is a lot of brainwashing and maybe she could be good, but right now she is definitely siding with him. I feel like there's going to be, like, maybe book three or four. A redemption be, arc. Uh, yeah, there, there'll be some, some portion where she's like, I don't, this is getting a little bit too much. I mean, she almost... I mean, Taylor's like, oh, so if you said to kill me, would you? And she does not answer. She actually just, like, kind of leaves. Um, so I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But also, no one knows Taylor can read minds except for Austin and Michael. Uh, Dr. Hatch just thinks she can reboot people. And she mentions it to Taylor because she's like, Taylor and her are twins. So she's like, oh, so can you, like, read minds or something? And she's like, no, if Dr. Hatch knew about that, he'd probably go crazy. And she's like why and she's like i'm just wondering <laughs> and so no one knows like dr hatch doesn't know she can read minds so that's probably going to be useful later and also no one else can so it's very special mm -hmm. and so anyway they win the facility and his mom's not there and grace one of the kids who was real quiet no one really knows her ability she's like i want to be on you guys' side and she basically has can absorb computer files and yeah she's basically a computer yeah and so there's ian mckenna abigail wants to go home but they're like um he's gonna come for you because he is not a forgiving person <laughs> and so abigail zeus grace michael taylor austin jack wade ten and so they're all together they ditch michelle they're like you are not taking anything from this place and we're kicking you out there with the regular people and no one has liked her this whole thing because she is horrible and she just tortures people. So that is the in-depth of Michael Bay. Yep. I will say that um, Dr. Hatch's ways of getting the kids to work for him, obviously very efficient. Mm. Although I was a little insulted because I was like, let me tell you something. If you want me to team up with you and you think making me go shopping all day <laughs> is the way to do it, you are incorrect. Uh. <laughs> Take me to a bookstore. Right. That oh, would have done man. it. You but... only spent ten thousand oh, well, dollars. Yeah. You gonna have to try harder than that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's because Taylor likes clothes and shopping, but I was like, this would not work for me because <laughs> I'm like, I hate shopping. I hate it so much. Unless it's book shopping, I will be there all day, and I will definitely spend thousands of dollars. <laughs> Just like, I will need this store, please. I need you but... to pack up the store and just have it shipped to my house. <laughs> or I just live here. Either way. Don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked, I said, I liked Michael. Very stand-up kid. And he wasn't willing to compromise. And I really like that. Because a lot of, it's real hard to be all like, ah, I'm going to let my mom die. Even though this, because Wade had been a bully for him for a long time there. And then you also got backstory on Jack and Wade. I did really like that. Yeah, because on the trip there, you learn that Jack, um, his one brother is a Marine, his other brother is in prison, and his sister doesn't have anything to do with his family. His dad's not really... Yeah, his parents are having a rough patch. Yeah, and then Wade's even worse. I mean, his parents were alcoholics, 
and then he got sent with his grandmother who just constantly tells him he's worthless mm -hmm. and all this other stuff and he mainly hangs out with jack to get away from it all yeah and in prison he's just like well it's better than being a grandma's and the food's better too and it was like <laughs> poor child yeah i did really like that um they weren't just cardboard cutout bullies that were there to move to show off his powers yeah. And that they actually got some sort yeah, of Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to see them again, honestly. I was just like, eh, they're done. Especially because uh, at the end, whenever they were like, he's like, okay, guys, you guys go back to your normal life. I'm going to go get my mom. And everyone's like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Abigail was like, guys, I'm really sorry, but I, I want to go back to my family. And then it was like, uh, I can't go back to my family, so I will help you. But, like, Wade was like, you risked your mom's life for me. I'm going to risk my life for her. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> But like everyone was just, they weren't a hundred percent obviously good people because I mean Jack and Wade were bullies. I mean Austin, he's he's just a know it all. I mean he's a real sweet kid, gets very easily attached to to ladies. But I mean he, oh man, he came through in the end. Also he was just the counter of how many bad guys was left. And I like that. And uh, he figured out how to defeat Michelle, actually. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just really liked it. I'm going to have to read the rest of them, honestly. I would. Uh, the pacing was a little bit off for me. Like, I, I did enjoy the storyline, but I think he was going for, oh, yeah, this is how high school or junior high or whatever goes like. And that was real. I just kind of wish it hadn't gone on for as long as it did. I guess I could see that. I, to me, I don't really necessarily want to relive high school again through somebody else. I do. I liked high school though. But I also, life is not But, I mean, high school wasn't bad. <laughs> I just didn't, I don't really care about high school so much as you know, people shooting lightning bolts out of their hands. <laughs> what? That's so weird! <laughs> Who wouldn't prefer high school to that? But, uh, yeah, the, the pacing was just a little bit off. I kind of wish that, like, the assault on the compound had happened a little sooner and there had been a little bit more... After it? After that. And then, like, uh, like I feel you could have chopped out 75 pages of high school lead up. What's with you in 75 pages, man? Well, that's, the, that's what I said. God, it's weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. 83 pages. <laughs> I get what uh, you're saying, but I, I like the build you get because you realize how great his mom is. Kind of Austin's family life. Not a lot, but a little bit. And just him and Taylor's relationship building because a lot of times something like that would happen to be like hey we're together and they do Taylor and Michael do date at the or get together I guess at the end but it's like it makes sense because it was like everyone was like oh man she really likes you you're like nah and it's like no because he's a sweet kid I say kid they're the same age so it's not weird <laughs> um and so <laughs> Like, it just, it made more sense for that. And it wasn't too much romance either, because it wasn't like yeah. she was, like, yeah, she was the most beautiful girl in school to him. And I was very thankful for the lack of less romance yeah. than there could have been. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't have made sense to have too much, like, more romance mm -hmm. than it had. Because it was like, 
I say romance, but it wasn't even that. It was yeah. just like mutual understand. Like they got each other. Yeah. It was the com not comfort companionship. Yes. Yes. It was like they'd been married for fifteen years, <laughs> and they were just like, we don't need the mushy honeymoon phase. We're just at that place where we can do things and we trust each other and we know how to like act in a situation and like it was just really cool i liked it because it wasn't the typical high school romance it was just like a grown-up kind of like we like each other and then it's like at the end she was like okay well who's gonna beat this guy for me <laughs> like i like him as a person even before the action and everything and even after and it was really funny i thought whenever she's like so we, there are people shooting at us, and there's grenades everywhere, and all this stuff. No ticks, and I like hold your hand, and you're ticking like crazy because he like blinks a lot, or does like really like harsh gulping, and those are his ticks with Tourette's, and he's like, I like you, like it makes him nervous, and so that makes his tick stronger, and so I just, and she's like, I like it. Because it was, it was just really sweet because, like, she accepted everything about him, too. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I really liked it. Four and a half stars. I don't want to give it five because I was like, I felt like, <laughs> then you guys would be like, oh, man, she gives everything five stars. <laughs> <laughs> or five Debs. But I'd say four and a half. I just really liked it. I like the characters. And it's not too complex. It's not too dark. Even though Dr. Hatch. That was, that was a little dark. Real dark. <laughs> Just torture children. Yeah. All that jazz. I will say the second worst character, the uh, third worst character is the principal. Oh, God. I did not Dol like that. Dahlstrom? Dol yeah, I think that was his name. Dahlstrom or something. He basically, like, Michael made fun of him, like, one day in school and, like, had it out for him, basically. And he got put in a locker. And the guy's like, well, if you didn't want to be in that locker, you wouldn't have gotten put in there. And he's like, they were two guys and bigger than me, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I will say Dahlstrom, for me, was not a believable character. I don't know about that, David. I know some... They exist. They I'm do. I'm sure they exist. I have never run into somebody who was just let that much... Well, they... why'd you let him stick him in a locker? Go to detention. They, they definitely exist. I haven't had it. I mean, the principals and I, like, we got, I was a good kid in high school. It wasn't something I dealt with, especially since I had great principals, Mr. Moore and Mr. Barnes. But, <laughs> but um, I, I do know of some people who have that mentality. It's like, if you didn't want to be put in that situation, you shouldn't have let yourself be put in that situation. And they are not great people, <laughs> and I do not like them. But that's why he was believable, and I was just like, just shock him, Michael. Just shock him. <laughs> but he did, because he's a better person than I am, so it's fine. <laughs> Good thing he has powers. <laughs> it would be so bad. <laughs> but, I mean, I have self-control. It's fine. And so, yeah. I, I would say, yeah. So, any I other liked thoughts? it better than I thought I would. I will say a lot of people, you guys know who you are, have come in, mainly the kids, I've come in and been like, you guys, this is really good. You should read it. And I was like, I will. It's on the list. We read it. I loved it. So thank you for the suggestion. And next week, we will be talking about The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Getting ready for that Halloween time. 
It'll be interesting to see how the uh, Netflix show compares. Because compares. I really like the Netflix show. But okay, I guess uh, we're all done. That concludes chapter two of Chapter Chats with D&D. &D. Denise and David. <laughs> Bye. See ya.